Good people, happy Wednesday. Can you hear it? Can you hear the difference? Oh my gosh. This, my voice is back. Can you hear it? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Y'all have no idea how much I have been missing my voice. Now, we're not in the clear um, because there's still some hoarseness there, but really, really excited for what this means for us moving forward. So again, Thank you to all of those who have been in the space of keeping me uplifted. I have needed that support and continuing to focus on the things that come first and most, which is overall health and well-being. So thank you for the grace and patience as we launch a little bit later, yet again, another episode of The Midweek Muscle. So you're going to hear pockets of instability within my voice, but I think that if we're on the right path here, it will continue to get clearer and clearer. So what's up, good people? What's up? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen in to this podcast. Number one, thank you. Welcome. Whether you've had a conversation with someone else or you've had a conversation with me, welcome. There is no time like the present and there is space for you here. And we are very happy to have you. So the holidays are here, good people. You know what that means. Let's get ready for some Just kidding, because, you know, I'm not great with sound effects anyways. I should leave that to the pros. Some For the Culture trivia. That's right. For the Culture trivia! For the Culture trivia is here. Get your brains locked and loaded, and let's go. Finish this carol. Chestnuts roasting on a... Who was Muhammad Ali's opponent nicknamed the Thrilla and Manila? What did the colonists dump into the Boston Harbor? How many oceans are there on this earth? What is five times five times two? And name two of Christopher Columbus' ships. Ooh, that went by pretty fast. Ooh, I don't know if you got that last one good, but we should all still try. <laughs> I would have been like, da, 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 and the da, da, da. Okay, let's go through this, shall we? I hope you sang along with me real quick. Finish the carol. Chestnuts roasting on. Go ahead, sing it. Nobody's looking at you funny, just me. No, I'm just kidding. If you said, roasting on an open fire then you'd be correct uh who was muhammad ali's opponent nicknamed the thriller and the manila if you answered smoking joe frazier you'd be in the right ballpark if you're like oh then you need to go back and check history sports history a little bit no just kidding i wouldn't have known had <laughs> i not heard it somewhere What did the colonists dump into the Boston Harbor? If you answered tea for the Boston Tea Party, you'd be correct. It was a revolt. 
a revolt, folks. Go back in the history books. How many oceans are there on this earth named oceans? If you answered four, I'm not hating on you, right? The Atlantic, the Pacific, the Indian, and the Arctic. However, if you are current, you would have said five. The most newly named ocean is the Southern Ocean, which is the Southern Antarctic. So, um, yeah, we may have to brush up on what's out there, folks, right? Even if we don't go visit ever in our lifetimes, uh, cause I ain't trying to be cold for real. And <laughs> what's five times five times two? Don't tell me 100. Tell me 50. Because 50 makes sense. Five times five is 25, right? Times two is two quarters, right? 50. Great. Um, and don't start talking distributive property on me. We could say 100 if you activate the distributive, I think it's some distributive properties. Two times five times five, 100. Okay. I guess I'll take it fine. 100. If you gave me 50, okay. Um, name two of Christopher Columbus ships. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. If you would have named two out of those three, you're golden. So how do you do good people? I hope you did good. I hope that got your brain going this morning. You were ready. You don't wake up and choose violence. Just wake up and choose learning. Okay. I threw some challenging ones in there. Um, but good people, we are four weeks away from a new year and we are out here stepping into 2024. Can you believe it? A new year is already here. Um, we've been through another year together. That is insane to me. It has come across so fast and it's like, uh, the struggle to keep up has never been more imminent, even though I am instinctively doing less activities and finding myself more in time, time conflicting constructs with like all the things it's crazy. Um, but still making time because, you know, time is, um, I, we don't even have time to go into that conversation. Okay. You can make time is all I'm saying. Um, and so I just want to give a quick shout out, quick shout out to the wish list that we all have for this Christmas season. Uh, just keep in mind that while it may be the holiday season, whether you celebrate fully and thoroughly or not so much for your good reasons, uh, this is still a season in our lives and not just for the means of the holiday. Um, so my prayers and goodwill for you as you're listening to this episode is that signs for hope, love, peace, and prosperity, both inside and outside, external and internal of you, may it serve you beyond just what a physical gift or money can buy. And why do I wish those things for you? Because I want that to extend beyond this season. You know, I don't want that to flick on and off just because the holiday season is over and back to the normal daily grind. I actually do want you to experience that 
those feelings moving into a new year, moving into a, a spring of rebirth and resetting and into whatever this new chapter is calling you into. And I also say that good people, because I believe that the best gift that could ever be given is one that shows legitimate care and presence. So why say that? Well, and I hate to break it to you this way, but all glory that is available isn't solely just for you. It, it can be received by you and felt by you, but it can extend to others around you too. Because if those, if the folks that you spend a lot of your time with are walking in that like sort of uplifted and glorified space, guess who reaps the benefit of that? You too. If you're the only one walking in that space, if you almost feel like you can't enjoy it good because you're like, oh, how am I so like uplifted and everyone else around me is like not in that space, right? So again, all glory isn't just for you only. So I, I, I hope that extends beyond you. And two, redirection of focus on what really matters. Is it the physical gifts that really matter? Or the physical presence that really matters. No one really goes through an emergency and says, it's because of that gift you gave me. I mean, unless you're talking about something that's like super private or, you know, whatever. Um, But no one really goes through an emergency situation and says, that gift you gave me ain't show up. No, they say, where were you? They say, I feel like I went through that alone. I feel like no one was there for me. I felt like you were there for me. I felt like I'm so grateful because people showed up for me, right? So when when emergencies happen, those are the words that are shared, not a gift. So again, when we think about focusing on what really matters is the physical presence and the genuine care and love that can be demonstrated. And I have a quick example of what that even looks like in my space. So let's give it up, good people, to Dr. Kirby, who launched her book. Hey, Um, again, I'll leave it to the sound pros to get us some professional sounds. Um, But, um, Congratulations, Dr. Kirby, for your accomplishments and for launching your new book. I mean, when it comes down to like experiences of that nature, it was a gift to see her be able to read her book in front of families, in front of children, asking them the question of what are you grateful for and hearing children say, my mom, my dad, my family, my friends, cookies, you know, the things that they grow fond of and memories that they have, not with a gift, but with other people. It shows you just really how interconnected we can be because if young people have the language for this at like 
two and three and five and six and seven years old, or even up to 10 years old, you know, we have that as adults, right? Um, and so again, her book signing, she was able to sign books. It was just refreshing to see her in action. And I was happy to be invited to be a part of it. And I know that she has extended well beyond her words, uh, notions of gratitude. And so Dr. Kirby, you have been an avid supporter of me, an avid supporter of us here at the Midweek Muscle and I just want to continue keeping you uplifted in the spaces where you go and impart impact. And thank you for being a part of the community here. Um, the same thing is true with um, y'all. Uh, I, look, the pleasure of being seen and noticed by others. So what even encouraged me, another quick story, to even go and witness Dr. Kirby's book launching is because I showed up at church just a few hours before. And one of the families who hadn't seen me in a couple of weeks, again, because of just things happening and travel and what have you, they're like, where have you been? And I'm like, oh, I've been out here doing stuff. And they said, oh my gosh, we grew concerned because we hadn't seen you. And what are you doing? What are you up to? And so they asked and I said, you know what? I could be prideful and not tell them what's going on. Or I can lean in here and tell them exactly what I'm going through and this dilemma that I'm having in my mind right now. And it was because they recognized my presence or lack thereof at church where we usually sit. And them having the bravery and the courage to come up and ask me where I've been. Me having the bravery and courage to tell them where I've been. They encouraged me to do something that I probably would have thought my way out of for, you know, again, good reasons. But they encouraged me to go to the book launch because they knew how valuable it would be to be interconnected. And it drew tears on both party side, all party sides, because presence is more important than gifting. Um, one last thought here on being present is Squid Games. Have y'all seen the challenges, Squid Game challenges on Netflix? Okay. Can we talk about it? First of all, I watched the, um, the series that was, uh, you know, the the actual Squid Games show or movie that launched like in 2020 or 2021. And I thought it was really good. I think the producer and the director did a really good job. The writer did a really good job. Cliffhanger, crazy. But what they took and did was they adapted it and turned it into a game show. Like where folks are legitimately participating just like the um short film and um obviously they're not killing folks uh but they are replicating it by you know paintballing them down like you're eliminated however it is compelling still and you wonder like this was going to be dumb because we know what's going to happen. No, you don't. 
I think if you have the opportunity to go watch it, watch it because it showcases right off the bat how important the human experience is of being connected. You didn't think you were going to have feelings about players and participants in the way that you do watching these elimination games. It's just crazy because it's number one is great. The, the producers and the director of the challenges show have done exceptional in my eyes, in my opinion. Uh, but it also, the reason why I feel like they've done well is because it is purely identifying the character and the nature of folks and what's in their hearts. Um, so good people. Did you know, you know, did you know that the 12 days of Christmas, like on the, uh, the, the partridge in a pear tree, that Christmas carol, if you were to purchase those goods, it would run you all of them. It would run you about anywhere between 46 to 48,000, um, us dollars. And of course, this has been adjusted for inflation and price variability, but about forty-six to forty-eight thousand dollars to buy everything on that wish list. And here's another true holiday fact: according to the American Psychological Association, thirty-eight percent of people surveyed said that their stress increased during the holiday season, which can lead to physical illness, depression, anxiety, and substance misuse. So good people, I ask you, what's truly on your wish list and why? That's it. What's on your wish list and why? Because regardless of what's on your wish list, regardless of where you are, it's important to know what that wish list will do for you and how do we go about getting that wish list fulfilled. Whether it is a physical gift because you're like, honestly, I I just don't want to pay for it. Cool, let's protect your finances. If it's so that I feel appreciated. So cool, how can we, I don't know, go after that gift. However, how do we have a more in-depth conversation from the individual that you aspire to be appreciated? by right so again regardless of where you are or what your wish list is i just want you to know good people that you know folks aren't gonna always get it all right including yourself mistakes are gonna happen especially during this holiday season after this holiday season amidst the holidays mistakes are gonna happen You can't be in a space where you're holding yourself accountable to zero mistakes. We don't, like, that's unreasonable. Mistakes are ultimately a very valuable part of all of our processes. And again, if we can find ourselves in this holiday season receiving, please, Try to receive this here. 
whether you're joining me for the first time because you had a conversation with me or because you've been here from year three or day one. Good people, there's community and space for you here. This podcast only aims to offer peaceful and positive perspective to help you get over the challenges that ensue before you. So check this out. If, if, if we can find ourselves moving from a blame-centric space to a learning-centric space, we can embrace the mistakes that we've made and the value that making those mistakes and learning from them can have on our lives and the ability to change our response so that we can move on. So whether you're a leader in a big agency or a small one, and you are the leader in your household, no matter how many that household represents. And if you're a leader within your peer group, no matter how large or small that peer group represents, the encouragement of openness, non-judgmental, and support of your response can truly impact the growth of that said organization that you represent, whether it's family, friends, or work. And I hope that is something that can truly go on your wish list because the growth that can be had with a learning-centric space over a blame-centric space can be exponential. If we can remove punitive damages as our recourse, meaning like you did something wrong and you'll be shamed for it or stripped away from something, we can truly be in a space where we can shift the culture in which we do talking, communicating, and belongingness. And the holidays are no exception. And I think while the holidays are so moving for a lot of us, for some, it's because it brings to the forefront those ailing places within us and our openness to receive goodness because we are all deserving of that. So with that being said, good people, I hope you have an awesome week crafting that wish list and really making it meaningful as we're getting ready to step into a brand new spanking year. Craft that wish list, send it out to those that can hold you accountable and or gift it to you, right? If a conversation of like, can we just talk about my ailing heart over this matter in our household or in our family or in at work or in this space, hopefully it can garner some clarity and understanding so you can grow or so that they can grow or so you can grow together. But let's craft out this wish list. And, and, and let's see where we can go from there. And let's see if there's magic that can truly unfold and ensue from there. Because I think that's where 
truly the gifting begins. And hey, good people, if nothing else, I hope you hear this, that I love you. I hope you have a great and power filled week and an uplifting week where you feel supported, known, and loved. And with that, I'll say let's have a great week. And as always, let's go.